Welcome to Bitcoin Basics with your hosts, Faris and Gordon. Visit bitcoinbasics.help if you need help buying and securing your Bitcoin. For anyone listening, this episode is visually intensive, so visit bitcoinbasics.help for all our video platforms. We use TradingView, which is free to set up an account for all our charts. So check out our Bitcoin recommended products and services while you're at bitcoinbasics.help. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Bitcoin Basics podcast. This is your host, Ferris, flying solo today as we are doing just a quick update on Bitcoin and markets. So we are doing this on the 2nd of November, and we're going to be looking at the monthly close for Bitcoin. It was just a monthly close. It's not a quarterly close. Uh, Very interesting things going on in Bitcoin. We did have a few ETFs that were launched. And let's have a look first at the Bitcoin weekly chart. So actually, no, let's go to monthly because we actually did have an all-time high close for the month. So Bitcoin closed at 60,886. The high was um, 11% above that, 67,000. Um, so it was the highest ever reached for Bitcoin last month and the highest close. So highest close is a very important factor in. So if we zoom down to a weekly chart, we can see that we did go above the previous high, which was in April. And we've had a small um, pullback since, which is to be expected. People who bought here, remember, even though Bitcoin is very different assets, it is still bought and traded by people and people have emotions, people have sentiments and people have memory. So if you bought Bitcoin at 65000 in April, you're thinking it's going $100,000. You saw it come down 50%. If you manage to hold on for that long and you do not understand how Bitcoin works, you would probably be selling back here to get out at break even. So that's potentially what we're seeing. So now we do have a nice level of support here at this pullback at 58,000. So if you were trading Bitcoin, again, we don't advise that, just buy and hold for a couple of years at least, um, you would have a stop loss just below 58,000. Um, the wider the stop, the better off you'll be. And just to be safe, you'd be wanting to enter at around 64. So a $6,000 stop loss. Um, and again, if you believe Bitcoin is going to go much higher, then that is a very high return to risk reward ratio there. Always remember if you're trading, put in a stop loss, soft stop, hard stop. That is your decision. Now, the trick is when we are getting to all time highs, um, it's what's called blue sky territory. We've never been there before. How do you gauge where your next line of resistance is? And you can't. So if we look back here, again, RSI, which to me basically just looks at how heated the market is, which shows how exuberant investors are is what you go by. So right now the RSI is right in the middle range and that's looking really healthy on a weekly basis. So we are not overbought. If we narrow down to a daily basis, same thing. We're still in this range here, which is neither overbought nor oversold. And on a daily range, we are seriously consolidating into a Bollinger Band. So if you keep going through all your various indicators, you'll eventually find a signal that suits your trade. So right now, because as you can see, we haven't really gone anywhere for two weeks. Um, this Bollinger Band here is tightening, which basically means when it breaks out 
or breaks down, it's really going to go one way or the other. So to me, down here, 58,000 is a very good line of support. If we close below that line, then we are going lower. Uh, next lines would be lines of support. You've got a strong one at 54,000. And then below that, another strong one at 50,000. So break in, break out. So right now, it's just a tug of war between buyers and sellers. Buyers obviously expecting it to go higher. Sellers don't think that. So you've got this tug of war. And when you look, you can see how volatile it is if we go to a 15-minute chart. So you see here, we broke out there. You had this candle here. Hit 60,000, went up to 62, then retraced within the hour, then we're back up again, and we're seeing this volatility in the short-term markets. If you're a trader, this would be very stressful. If you're an investor and you're looking at weekly charts like this, you don't even notice that so much. It doesn't phase you out because our last signal to get into this market was here at 35,000, and we are just short of 70. So all this intra-week volatility will not be stressing you out the longer your time horizon is. So that's Bitcoin. So right now we really want 58,000 to hold. This week we would like to see it close above 64.5. That'd be great if we did that. And then we'd be looking hopefully towards all-time highs. And how do you get out? Well, that's when we start looking at the RSI um, and other models as well, like tone vases, indicator models, good for that too. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, like, and share so we can find others like yourself. The dominance index, so dominance is actually similar story, not going up, not breaking down, just a bit of a pullback. Um, so we bounced off this secondary low of 39%. Uh, Cardano was breaking down. Um, now this here is Binance versus the US dollar, which is looking really strong as well. So as you can see here on the weekly chart, not overextended. Still got room to go, and that really, really nice healthy trend. So we broke through this line up here. So you can see broke through 500, big round number, broke through that, because last time got there, it pulled back, and we actually saw an entry point at 300, and now we are at 550. Um, so you'd see a run up, if this keeps going, you'd see a run up to just short 700 again, because that was the all-time high for Binance. Same thing, people that got in at 700 have been seriously burnt. As it lost more than 50%, they might want to get out again. So Binance versus USD looks good. So Binance versus Bitcoin has broken out. Um, uh, this is premature because this is the week that just started. So this candle, though a weekly candle is a day old, but we had this pattern here. It looks like Binance is breaking out versus Bitcoin. Again, this is a premature call. Um, you have to wait for this candle to be a confirmation, but it'll be breaking out of this right angle triangle. So yeah, stop loss at 0 0.0076, and you'd be looking at hitting 0 0.012 if Binance versus Bitcoin persists. Ethereum versus US dollar, really, really strong. There is a lot of exuberance behind this trade at the moment. Everywhere on Twitter, I'm seeing people long um, Ethereum. That's always a bit of a concern. When people are sure of something, then the markets will prove them wrong. Um, however, if you look at the chart, it's still not exuberant on the RSI. 
Uh, it has gone up for several weeks in a row now. So you do want a bit of a pullback at some stage. If we narrow down to the daily, we do have this mini base pattern here. So if 4,200 holds for Ethereum, it's looking pretty strong. Um, yeah, we've come up to 4,500, which is a big, big round number for Ethereum, all-time highs in US dollar. That's why we've had this pullback at all-time highs. Ethereum versus Bitcoin, though, not so strong. So we are nowhere near all-time highs with Ethereum versus Bitcoin. We're halfway there. Well, less than halfway. Apologies, almost halfway. So even though Ethereum USD is at all-time highs, Ethereum v. Bitcoin is not. So this tells you that Bitcoin would have been a better investment uh, than Ethereum. So it's not too, this price action is not too convincing um, on a daily chart. We've had this trend line here that has been holding, but the bounces have not been that exciting. So I wouldn't be looking at trading this any other way. Yeah, not very convincing Ethereum versus Bitcoin. The other macro big trade I was looking at was oil. Now, from if you saw this previously, we identified, this is UK oil, 86 as a line of resistance because 2018, that was the all-time high for oil. No, sorry, not the all-time high, this high, recent high for oil. So that from the, we had the um, super cycle, uh, the commodity super cycle that then went to 134 oil, then crashed all the way to negative prices. Um, that was US crude, not UK oil. And it's, we bounced back and crashed again, this was a COVID pandemic. So we're now back to a six year, closing in on a six year high. So naturally we bounce back. If we close above this line at 87, that's where we'd be getting along. And that 87 number would be your support. So again, I think expensive oil is actually better for the environment because it encourages people to use other means. So for example, you may have noticed Plastic bag recycling facilities disappeared when the oil price went down. Why is that? Because what's in a plastic bag? Oil. So plastic bag rec recycling companies will collect your plastic bags and sell them for whatever the price of oil is. However, when oil is cheap, it's not worth their time. So we stop recycling plastic bags when the price of oil is cheap. So expensive oil um, will hurt everyday commuters, but it hopefully will encourage the rest of us to use less plastics. And it's not just cars. So uh, Bitcoin we are looking at really, you just want Bitcoin on a weekly basis to close above last week's high, which is 64, just above 64. Thousand. So if we close above 64,000 for this week, and we don't dip below or close below 58,000, we're looking good. And it'd be interesting to see what happens with Bitcoin dominance index. I'm surprised it's not doing stronger, um, considering what Ethereum's doing. And yeah, Binance will be breaking out. And let's have a look at actually Ripple. What's Ripple doing versus Bitcoin? See, Ripple's not going anywhere versus Bitcoin. And the other interesting one was Cardano. So Cardano Bitcoin is not doing is going down. So why is the Bitcoin index going down? So if we look at the top 10, we see Ethereum, that's going down versus BTC. Binance coin is going up. Tether, which is ultimately pegged. 
Cardano, which we saw was going down, Solana. Let's see what Solana versus BTC is doing. Solana versus BTC hasn't really moved last week. Ripple, we looked at Polkadot. Let's have a look at Polkadot. Polkadot is taking off. So that's one. Ah, Shiba, this thing made the news. It's on Twitter where I think Shiba versus BTC. Yeah, truly, I mean, this thing just took off. So there's no data yet, but can't really include that one. So that's what's interesting is that the main ones, the main coins in here are really not taking off compared to Bitcoin, but the Bitcoin dominance index is not reflecting that. So what does this mean? It probably means that we've just got more and more and more of these other shit coins coming out. Yep, here you go. See this down here? I remember in 2017, you had 2,000, around 2,000. Now we've got 7,000. So I think people are just speculating. So even though the top 10 are going, not really going anywhere versus BTC, the Bitcoin market dominance is going down. Why? Because, yeah, they're just, <laughs> you've got 7,000 options. And people just buy these things for the pennies and basically hope they'll go anywhere. Um, yeah, and if you <laughs> if you want the evidence, have a look at Squid. So this is Squid versus Binance. Um, so at one stage, one Squid got you 5.5 Binance coins, which would be $2,500 or 2800 I think. Um, so, and that would sound to practically zero. So this kind of tells you when these markets um, can just get a bit, a little bit ahead of themselves. <laughs> Um, and there's why on this show, we only advocate buying Bitcoin, guys, because, yeah, you can speculate on this, but you have to have your orders to get it in and get out. And because it's so illiquid and so insane, there's no guarantee. So why waste your time when you present it with something as simple to buy and as evolutionary, revolutionary as Bitcoin is? So, yeah, this is an example of why we don't cover all these things on our show. We only talk about Bitcoin. We're a Bitcoin-only business. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Thanks for watching or listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like, subscribe, and share so we can spread this educational content to others like yourself. Visit bitcoinbasics.help. Disclaimer. Any content provided by CoinCompass is for educational and informational purposes only and is not investment, legal, tax, or any other professional advice. A qualified professional should be consulted before making any financial decisions. CoinCompass will at times recommend certain products, services, and technologies, but these are opinions based upon our own or podcast guests' experience and not endorsements. We take no liability for out-of-date or inaccurate information, software bugs, manufacturing errors, technology misuse, or issues involving third parties. Visit coincompass.com for more information and please contact us.